guys welcome back to our podcast the encounter today um this is cat speaking <laughs> i have layla here we have chris and we have shaylee here joining us continuing on the series of um of the year the three years that we are um completing which is you know the third year meaning fullness and today's topic we're going to be talking about the fullness of forgiveness which comes with healing and which comes with con reconciliation and i started thinking about and we were literally talking about this before and we were like wow how difficult is it to like forgive and to reconcile with people because you know not all the time is it very easy and last night our apostle was talking about how if we want the lord's love to stay within us if we want for us to stay in god's love you know with him because he is love um that means that the first thing that we have to um, remember is to always love those that not only just love us back but love those who actually you know many of the times dislike us strongly dislike us um the ones that desire bad things into our life and that's when it becomes difficult because you know people backstab us they betray us and you know they they feed us constant lies that you know for many times they can close us off make us um not want to have friends make us you know just say like hey i'm never gonna forgive anyone else because they did me dirty so many times but there's importance and so much significance to forgiveness because um the bible says that if you too want to be forgiven forgiven of your sins that means that you as well have to forgive others for the things that they've done to you and how difficult is that because there are some sins that you know you can forgive and you know go back to being friends and you know going back to square one but there are some sins that you know you would just have to love people from afar which is honestly okay um but one example that i really 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 do love is um david and saul and if i'm pretty sure this story is very well known but saul was um david's persecutor uh david's uh, accuser david's uh the person that was always out to get him and knowing that saul was the king david was still the one to continue to say like hey you know what i'm not gonna do this because you know the lord has has anointed you and how strong must have david been to understand that the the accuser that was coming after him the person that was out to kill him the person that was trying to like end his life and you know bring bad things into his life david was still blessing him time after time after time in first samuel 24 it talks about uh, David like spares Saul's life because there was a time and point where, you know, people were telling David like, hey, maybe just cut off a little bit of the robe from from King Saul and then maybe, you know, we could get rid of him. And, you know, David was super close to doing it. I'm going to read it to you guys just so um, we can get an understanding of it. First Samuel 24. Four. I'm going to start from 24 4. And it says, David's men said to him, Behold, this is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will hand over your enemy to you, and you shall do to him as seems good to you. So that's already the wrong advice. Do whatever seems good to you, not good to what the Lord thinks is good. So that was already the bad advice he was getting. Then David arose in the darkness and stealthily cut off the hem edge of Saul's robe. 
Afterwards, David's conscience bothered him because he had cut off the hem of Saul's robe. So imagine that. So David asks for, David doesn't really ask for advice, but you know, people are telling him like, hey, this accuser of you is coming after you. He deserves, he deserves, you know, the worst back. He deserves for you to also go after him and get him back. And, you know, David in that moment as well said, you know what? You're right. You're right. I should go do it because I'm going to be paying a little bit of all the things that he did to me. But it's so fascinating where it says his consciousness bothered him to the point he, you know, he felt bad. And and that's the consciousness that we should all have because, you know, many of the times we don't want to forgive and we much rather go and do the same thing or even worse than what they did to us just to like have our revenge, just so our ego and our soul can feel good. Like, yeah, I finally got them back. But then it continues to say, he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should put I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to put out my hand against him, since he is the anointed of the Lord. So David strongly rebuked his men with these words and did not let them rise up against Saul. Saul got up, left the cave, and went on his way. Went on his way. And and that to me is like so amazing. And I give like a big, huge high five to David because imagine he he like defends his accuser he defends his enemy and he can and he basically like rebukes and you know like quote unquote like condemns like the people that gave him the advice he's like nah you guys are the worst and they're and they were probably like bro we were trying to help you out and then you know and then he goes off and he says like nobody goes after Saul even though he's the king um nobody's gonna go after him because the Lord has appointed him out and many of the times that's the thing that we forget to recognize we forget that the people you know that hurt us um apart from their title they're also humans that fail they're also humans that make mistakes now i'm not saying that all of all of their mistakes are to be defended but there's one thing that i advise for all of you to always know that you are responsible for what you do you are not responsible for what other people do just like king saul he was out to get him david was not responsible of what saul wanted to do to him he was not responsible of what saul decided in that moment or in the future but david he was responsible of what he did and that's what he told everyone hey you know what no one goes after saul and even then like david throughout like throughout the whole chase in a in in oppression that um no, the ac- accusations that Saul was like giving to David, David always remained like firm. He always like still defended Saul and prayed for him and, you know, interceded for him. And how crazy is that? Because not many of the times do we ever intercede for our enemies. And that's crazy because the apostle was saying that too. He was saying it's time for us to also pray for those that we don't like. And we it's hard to do that. Like, what do you even say <laughs> in that prayer? But that's where we should try and, you know, um, the more you do the Lord's will, um, it, it, it's a better outcome for us because how many sins have we've done as well that have been so disgusting, so bad, so um, unpleasing to the Lord? And yet he's like, you know what? It's okay. Like, no matter what, you're still my child. And, you know, we forget that the rest of the people that fail us in our life are also children of God. Yes, I just wanted to add on um, about, like, forgiveness. The only way... Okay, I'm going to actually backtrack. The only way for the Lord to forgive us whenever we want to be forgiven, whenever we've done many bad things to the Lord, 
um and he and we want him to forgive us we have to forgive others like how do we want something given to us or something good given to us if we don't even do good ourselves you know and it's very easy to like be like no i'm, I'm just not gonna forgive i'm not gonna be kind to my brother i'm not gonna be compassionate like kathy was saying like it's very hard especially when someone is doing it on purpose or trying to get you mad on purpose it's so funny because we're like all just like frustrated because sometimes people come into our life and seriously they humble us they 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 uh how do you call they structure our attitude like how do you how would you say that like Like, yeah they sharpen iron yeah literally iron sharpens iron but god tells us be kind be compassionate to one another forgive each other just as christ god forgave you because we are the same way guys we wow we're terrible human beings and the fact that sometimes we sin and we do these crazy wicked things and we don't even notice it it's just become a part of our teen and we just keep going and doing it and doing it and doing it and imagine god still forgives us so why is it so hard for us to forgive the other person because we're in flesh but we have to be so drawn near to god you know um we were talking about earlier like our fairies our fairy i mean uh, our favorite stories of like forgiveness of like the people of the bible that has forgiven like cats is it's king david and solomon but mine is stefan like when he was being um rocked to death like people were were killing him through rocks like they were just throwing rocks and rocks and rocks and i can imagine the pain that stefan was going through it was one to another to another to another and it's that type of hurt that when someone does the same thing like let's say they try to get you angry one hurt after another rock after another rock after another rock it slowly builds the pain slowly builds you are already have a bunch of scars and a bunch of like um scratches and like cuts all over your body and they keep giving you cuts but Stefan, at that moment he was like lord forgive them for they do not know what they're doing and it's so crazy in the story because like Stefan, he do it's so not, not sorry dude but it's so hard to die when people are rocking you like when people are throwing you rocks it's hard to die so his his death was like slow and oh my goodness it's just so like humbling and the people when he said forgive them for they don't know what they're doing it's it's actually very crazy and it relates to nowadays at church because at church they're the devil doesn't like us coming to church and um actually kathy is the one that sent me a video on tiktok where this where this woman she was like um an atheist no she was a how do you call someone that worships the devil satanist there you go she was a satanist and she was like yeah like there would be there would be spirits at church sent to disturb the brothers and sisters and have these little arguments because the devil doesn't want us at church in the first place so when when estefan says they don't know what they're doing it's because there are spirits literally sent to like our brothers and sisters among us to bother each other for us to bump heads for be like you know what i'm tired of people that are are at church and i'm tired of the way they act they can be stubborn they can be ignorant and you can be the same way too they can be talking about you the same way but because there are spirits here trying to make us bump heads and it's working guys and that's why we always have to have to think what would jesus do 
what would Jesus do at this moment? And I literally think of a Stefan. I'm like, what would a Stefan do? Yes, people are throwing rocks. I have cuts from people, you know, and don't let it build. But pray to the Lord instead and say, God, forgive them. And when you say, God, forgive them, you are you are telling yourself that, yes, I forgive them. Please forgive them, God. You are telling God that, you know what? I'm not going to think of hu- uh, the humanly way where you're easily going to be like, oh, my goodness, I'm just going to get out of this church or I'm just not going to be Christian or I'm just not going to follow God or Jesus um, because of the way people act or because of the way the people hurt. And <laughs> it's it's crazy and it's funny. Um, not so funny, but it, it's we humans suck (laughs) like our thinking because of that because of like the fightings we have with amongst our brothers and sisters we end up leaving church and there's this saying which is like um where when you leave church you didn't try jesus but you tried the people and it was because that because you base jesus off of what others it like imply like of what others do what others actions are and that's not who jesus is like why are you basing jesus and god based on how others and brothers sister brothers and sisters are we always say that the church is a hospital and we're the dirtiest people ever guys like literally we suck we just suck (laughs) we're always going to be tempted and without us knowing we're going to be used by by the devil god repent my words but that's when we have to discern that's when we have to be and always in prayer and in doctrine listening to the word hearing the word acting upon the word because if you don't act upon the word and you just listen it goes one ear from another nothing's gonna happen but you have to allow god holy spirit to guide you in every single way i love that you were saying all of this because it's so true like (laughs) like how awkward is it when you know like something awkward is going on with you and your brother and sister and you know you got to come the next day get over it because you know you come to the same house you come to serve the same lord and then you got to confront well not confront them but you know say hi to them acting as if like nothing happened or trying to you know make things be all right right but just like in a figure like a like a figurative I guess way to see it just like in a household you are bound to be fighting with like your brothers and sisters you are bound to you know one day like getting frustrated and yelling at them and doing all of this stuff because then we're all more humans you know what I mean so coming to do that here at church it's 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 bound to happen now I'm not saying that it's gonna happen every single time because there should be a character check in each and every one of us just like we like to point fingers on like hey they did me wrong like sometimes it's good to point the finger at ourselves too and be like okay what did I do wrong too because there's the truth there's their truth and there's the actual truth and we should always get to the root of it but that's that's another thing that I also want to like um like say and focus on is how important it is to um know who like hangs around with you too because people around you you can like probably tell them like hey like this person kind of annoyed me and if i don't have a you know spirit-led friend they're gonna be like oh yeah dude don't talk to them like that's it cut them off like i don't even know how you're still friends with them (laughs) but if you're a you have a friend that is actually spirit-led they're gonna be like dude just try kill them with kindness that's what i that's what one of my friends told me they're like dude if somebody doesn't like you just kill them with kindness at the end of the day your kindness will kill them that they're just they're just gonna give in yeah they're like you know what just okay let's make amends so killing them with kindness is something uh, beautiful and you know how the bible tells us to to die to ourselves constantly every single day and that's one thing too because 
every single day when we when we wake up when we you know present ourselves before the lord we have to die to ourselves one way or another and this is one of the ways that we can die to ourselves because you know we don't want to forgive anyone it's it's very awkward it's very uncomfortable especially when it's something that really really hurts you for a very long time i think those are the most most hardest to get over because um when just looking at the person like oh you already remember what they did to you but that's where like prayer for um forgiveness uh for the the lord to give you like strength to forgive somebody else is needed but also like uh forgiveness within yourself too like lord forgive uh me or help me forgive me for the way that i acted or you know that that is truly dying to yourself accepting and acknowledging that you too fell and um it, it's i whenever like me personally whenever i like i get into like some like tension with somebody i always think that we are all part of the same body just with different functions and many of the times what happens is that we bump heads because um there's something that the other person's good at and you're not good at or the other person sees something that you're good at and they're not good at and then there's some type of like ego there's some type some type of like uh cockiness in us that wants us to you know be overachieving all the time but when we come and we we die to ourselves like truthfully we remember like okay this is my brother and sister i can't be fighting with them because you just cannot proceed it's not edifying to the body of christ at all and whenever we're fighting stuff like this um you have to you know get to the root of the problem like actually sit down and be mature and be like hey like let's talk about it like what did i do wrong that's that's a good way to start something what did i do wrong <laughs> so then they can be open and be like okay yeah i did this wrong too and then the the problem is solved um infinitely i don't know if that's like the the right word like 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 crossed out forever right and and that's something that we should always remember to forgive all the time and we can see so many examples too and um i know layla will probably talk about it but um we see so many people that even family members can hurt us and we're still they're like okay you know what i'm just gonna forgive you even though you're my my blood and you're my family it's very difficult but yes to die to ourselves is always constant um sorry <laughs> passing the one mic um so kind of to touch on both what kat and shaley were saying um about forgiving everybody something my uh, family always tells me is that because you know all families go through weird difficult things sometimes and we have to learn to forgive each other and with family it's you're you're kind of stuck with them so like my family always <laughs> says that you're, you're stuck with your family so you got to learn how to forgive them and this goes for basically anybody and there's a story in the bible that starts on matthew 18 21 when peter comes to jesus and asks lord when someone won't stop doing wrong to me how many times must i forgive them just seven times and jesus tells him i tell you you must forgive them more than seven times you must continue to forgive them even if they do wrong to you 77 times so basically it's it's like no matter how many times somebody does wrong to you and for whatever it might be, you have to still find it in yourself to forgive them for that because at the end of the day, it's you giving that forgiveness so that later in life, would you need forgiveness? You can be forgiven the same way that you forgave everybody else. Um, and there's a, a quick little story that I really liked also in Matthew 18, uh, starts on Matthew 18, 23. Um, Jesus tells a story about a king who was collecting money from his servants and 
one servant owed him several thousand pounds of silver and uh, the king wanted him to pay, but the servant couldn't pay. So the servant got down on his knees and begged, please be patient with me and I'll pay you everything that I owe. And the king felt sorry for him and said, okay, you know what? It's all right. I forgive you. You don't have to pay. So he let him go free. Now, later on, that same servant who was let go free had somebody under him, another servant, owe him just a couple hundred silver coins and did the same thing. That servant said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't pay you. Um, please forgive me. Like, I'll, I'll pay you everything I own, but give me time. But that first servant uh, who had been set free previously in life from that king didn't take his forgiveness, didn't forgive him at all, and basically sent him to jail and told him, you're going to be put in jail until you pay everything that you've given to me. Um, so basically, just to sum up that story, um, what ends up happening is the king finds out about this and takes that servant, the first one who he let go free, and be like, I let you go free for owing me so much money, but you went and sent this other person who owed you barely half of what I owed you to prison. Like, that's not forgiveness. That's not uh, giving what I gave you, which was forgiveness and freedom. So he ended up sending him uh, to jail. So basically what the story kind of shows is that if you're forgiven and you forgive, it's kind of that never-ending cycle of forgiveness. You're able to get back what you give to others. And if you're not able to forgive other people, don't expect other people to forgive you. Um, just as God, if you expect God's forgiveness, you need to be able to forgive other people too, because that's just how, you know, putting out forgiveness is what you get, basically. Yeah. I would, I would love to add on to that because. Um, not only, yeah, it's true. You shouldn't expect to be forgiven after that. But you know when you know when you're asking for forgiveness from God, like you like you feel like this automatic sense of like peace, tranquility. You don't feel anger. You don't feel any like type of guilt with you anymore. And that is what happens many of the times when you are holding on to a grudge. When you are choosing not to forgive somebody, that is causing for you to not have peace in your life because the other person for some case um it happens sometimes where like they don't even realize that uh they did something to you but it's you who's clinging on to it right unless you make it known to them that okay they actually did something then maybe they will forgive you but sometimes what we do and our mistake is we assume that they just don't want to ask forgiveness but they actually don't know that they hurt you so that's where we should be, you know, use our communication skills and, you know, talk to them and speak and be like, hey, this is what you did. Maybe you didn't see it that way, but I did see it that way. And that's and that's super important to realize, because when you choose to forgive somebody and for them to forgive you back, you feel this peace. You no longer think about a day and night, um, you know, night and day. You never like think about it anymore because what was disturbing you was the grudge you were holding. And that's what that that is the feeling that, you know, comes with not forgiveness. Like, I can't imagine not asking the Lord forgiveness like I would carry so many burdens on me. If I didn't ask for forgiveness, like that would be way too many burdens if I didn't ask for forgiveness. And and that's and that's something we should always uh, pay attention to, because because um, they they sometimes not all the time know it. But if we we we, you know, let it 
be known to them like hey you did this hurt me then that piece is brought to your life you no longer feel guilt and you no longer have the burden behind your back or ringing around in your mind thinking like oh this person hurt me so much and you know you're angry at people you begin to uh not give good fruits as well because who can give good fruits when they're angry or when they're holding grudges or when they're holding guilt you can't so letting those things go is like leaving a burden and also a thing I wanted to touch on what Kat was saying was like we're so like we're always like oh my gosh this person like they did me so wrong like um let's say an example like oh my gosh this person's like ignoring me they're giving me such like a cold shoulder like we're so easy to point the finger but not ourselves either because like yeah um like people may fail you at times but also you yourself you're a human too we make mistakes like Shady was saying we're very bad people like we're all humans we all make terrible mistakes towards each other and what i'm trying to say is the fact that we shouldn't always like accuse others we're like oh my gosh you're in the wrong you're in the wrong you're in the wrong no because we're also the wrong too there's two sides of the story there's always gonna be one person's of like um viewpoint of it and there's gonna be yours um and um there's a verse i don't know if i don't have it pulled up but i don't know if any of you guys have it but it's where basically when before you're about to serve um yeah before you're about to serve uh even if the person was the one in the wrong or you're the wrong you should always ask for forgiveness because as kat was saying why are you trying to serve or how can a person bear fruit if they're they themselves hold this grudge hold this anger you know because it's, it's just not right because you should always forgive and forgive and forgive and again what kat was saying the peace you get afterwards you f- like you forgive someone or they forgive you you feel so calm like you feel just relieved like this huge weight is off your shoulders anymore because you can be okay with that person again and please i beg you guys don't have grudges because grudges they use so much energy and it's just like it's just like so annoying because like uh how i think of it is like why are you holding a grudge against this person um when again you don't even know they don't even know what they did and um you're not communicating with that with them and that's just giving off so much like you giving and you wasting energy on that person thinking about it all the time and not just forgiving so i'm begging you guys please forgive one another because it's just again we're the body of christ and we should always forgive one another because we are brothers and sisters you know we should um be a family we are a family and no matter what that person is always either that person is going to be in your life and they're going to help you out sooner or later so might as well forgive the person no matter what talking about that she was talking about is matthew uh, 5 23 and it says so what if you are offering your gift at the altar and remember that someone has something against you and it's not even what we have against somebody else it's what they have against us and, and uh, continuing on with the verse it says leave your gift there and go make peace with that person then come and offer your come and offer your gift meaning that if you or anyone else has a grudge, like if you have a grudge with your brother or your brother or sister has a grudge with you and you're trying to offer something something beautiful to God, you're trying to offer him your life, your service, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, to God, that he says, first, remember the grudges that your, that your brother and sister have against you. Then you can come back to me and then offer me your gift. Meaning that if you offer and they have something against you, that he's not going to accept it. He doesn't want it. 
because why are you offering something good if you're not even producing something good or allowing yourself to be humble enough and go ask for forgiveness to your brothers and sisters but the reason why god does this is because he tells us to love one another but why why do i have to love my brothers and sisters it's because we have to learn how to be humble if we are not humble with the flesh how are we going to be humble with god if we don't love what we see in person how are we going to love god it's just simple as that it's so crazy because I actually uh, I taught this kid. I thought I taught this uh, to the kids one time. I used the verse. I think it's John something, but it's in John. It says where you can't love God if you don't love what you see. Um, but it's so it's so crazy because we think of that verse like, oh, we can't love God wh who we don't see because we don't love who we can see. But another meaning of that verse is um we can't love god if we don't love our brothers because when we first come to god when we're first filled with his spirit and we're completely like surrendered to him we're complete our our cups are filled of of the holy spirit like we're just filled with the holy spirit god pours his love onto us so he's not saying he's not asking for something we don't have we have love within us because God gave us that love. Now, if we don't love our brothers and sisters, but so, uh, when you when you fill yourself with God, he gives you love. But if you can't love brothers and sisters, it's because you don't have God's love. Because you didn't full, fully surrender your life to him. You're not surrendering your thoughts. You're not surrendering your heart. You're keeping that grudge within yourself. And it's so crazy when we think about this because when we're keeping grudges when we're when we're mad we're not able to exceed in our life that literally like it's like a chain literally like um like pulling you and you're trying to take like a step forward and it takes you three steps back and it's always going to be like that you're always you're struggling to like push you're like no I, I i need to go but because you're not letting go of that grudge you have with someone or because you're not humble enough and you're stuck with your ego within yourself and you're like now nah, i'm not gonna actually forgive them i never did anything bad but you need to go to them and and let that let that go come humbly and then you'll see that you'll exceed from that um a perfect like story that i i'm thinking about that now is joseph like joseph he was sold from his brothers and sisters i would not know what to do if my brothers and sisters sold me for money i would be like why and then the torture that joseph went through being in that cave i'm pretty sure he had a bunch of grudges he was like no i, I i'm not gonna let go of this i'm not gonna let go but until he uh he understood that if he gives his life to god that god is the one that gives him the strength that at that time joseph is the joseph the dreamer king of dreams um and he was like no god gives god is the one that gives me the power god is the good one that gives me the strength and he humbled himself and god gave him that peace and he's like you know what i'll forgive i'll forgive and then he was set out of jail and he was like the um, the most uh known in egypt he was the most powerful in egypt you know um he was he was second in in hand of the whole rule the ruler of egypt you know but if we don't learn how to forgive 
you see if he didn't know how to forgive if he didn't give his life to god if he didn't understand that god was his strength that god was his peace peace i mean that he wouldn't have been out of that jail that he would have still been in that jail maybe even died but because he learned how to forgive then he uh he was crowned as like second in hand of the pharaoh the pharaoh right the pharaoh um but we see here that if you hold on to the grudge you're not gonna get anywhere you're really not it you're gonna get stuck in a cycle over and over again and then you're gonna be angry with yourself and to forgive yourself is even harder than to forgive your brothers and sisters and now you're seriously stuck to a chain like you know when when in the movies where like um someone is stuck in a chain with a tree and they can't move and that's literally how how we are with that that's it we cannot there's no escaping but the grace of god i don't know if anybody else wants to add um like a commentary that i want to give on of joseph and his brothers was like he had to learn so much of forgiveness because he was um like even in trials like with um i forgot but i forgot the the girl's name but like someone tried seducting him and um he oh, got sent wife. to jail the wife oh, of the of was it uh potiphar, potiphar the potiphar's was, wife yeah. um she tried seducting him and he went to jail falsely accused the fact that like you know he he raped her and i'm pretty sure that took a lot of forgiveness too and so many times you see throughout the story of joseph he had to learn how to forgive over and over and over again and it, it doesn't come easy because even like the first time he had to forgive yet another test comes when his when he reunites with his brothers again when he sees his brothers again he instantly it says in the bible the fact that he instantly recognizes them he recognizes them and genesis 43 7 Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he acted like he didn't know them. He was rude and he spoke to them. He said, where do you come from? And um, like my point here is like forgiveness is super hard. Like it's I know it's like um, we're saying it like it's super easy, but it's like the saying it's easier said than done. But learn to forgive because later on when Joseph does forgive his brothers, he's able to reunite with his family again. And imagine reuniting with your family and just having the peace, having the love back again, just hugging your brothers and saying like, oh my gosh, like I've missed you so much. And it just took a lot. I know it took a lot for Joseph for him to forgive his brothers for all that's happened to him. And I'm pretty sure it, it was just like a whole bunch of trauma and he had so many flashbacks when he saw them again. I'm pretty sure all that came back, but he learned because of, because of God, um, taking him through his trials and everything like that he had to forgive and he had to be humble and he had to be like no let me forgive my brothers you know let me let me let them enter in my lives once again because now they're they're very sorry you know they're genuine and we just need to reunite once again um i don't know if anyone wants to uh yes i also wanted to say like imagine if uh potiphar didn't forgive um joseph imagine like the people would be starving everyone would be dead but because he forgave joseph and he's like you know what <sighs> let me walk over there and tell joseph my dream mm -hmm. like because he didn't even want to look at him he sent him away for a reason because he was like no i'm not gonna look at you mm -hmm. like whatever but because potiphar he was like no you know what let me go to joseph let me see um let me go to him and forgive him and then what happened every uh, everyone had food everyone survived you know um but what what i wanted to add here is that when we're holding a grudge it's like a weight on us 
but that weight isn't lifted up unless you go to jesus like you can think yourself that oh i can just forgive uh, i mean i could just forget it and not forgive like that that doesn't that doesn't happen we have to forgive and we have to forget because forgiveness is not like oh i forgive you but and then later when when um when you're thinking of that same inconvenience you're like oh my goodness you have the same feelings no you have to forgive and forget or the same thing vice versa and the other way when you ask for forgiveness from someone let's say you betrayed them then expect to no longer betray them if you continue betraying betraying them then that action of asking for forgiveness made nothing it was it was nothing um i want to pull out a, a a verse um it says whenever you strand praying if you have anything against anyone forgive him drop the issue and let it go so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you and your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and others but if you do not forgive neither will your father in heaven forgive you forgive your transgressions this is in mark 11 24 26 isn't it it's crazy because what you give is given back to you i think someone said that and it's the same thing with the father if you tell the father you know what i'm humble i've come before you um then i i can be able to forgive you um okay so now to like end the <laughs> end the podcast because we're past wow we're past 30 uh, minutes um, I'm going to end with this verse. It says, for if you forgive others, their transparencies, meaning the reckless and willfulness sins, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Um, that's another verse of the same Mark 11, 24, but it repeats it again in Matthew 6, 14, letting us know that God is telling us clearly to forgive. And if we don't forgive, um, it's going to be hard of, harder for us in our lives. <laughs> okay, but okay guys god bless you guys i hope you go to god for forgiving and i hope you go to god for or to others for forgiveness uh, follow us and all major platforms and hopefully we're on youtube again but uh, hopefully you like this new series of fullness and we'll come back next week with a new uh, tema or a new teaching of fullness okay bye guys